0: Hello and welcome home. You're listening to the Tribe Abuja podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you to know and make known the truth and love of God the Father as expressed through His Son, Jesus. Let's listen to the message. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. Tell your neighbor, welcome to a new dispensation. (laughs) Who Who knows the reference? understand the reference? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're joining us online, I love you. Welcome to our second watch night. Hallelujah. And um, God is going to move tonight. God has been moving. God is moving. And I strongly believe that this word that the Lord has given me for us, I pray that we run with it in Jesus' name. Just before the rest of you came in, I was telling members of the um, worship team that uh, for a point, from, this is my second watch night since 2009. So, uh, in 2000 and, after 2009, I stopped going for crossover services, watch nights, none of that. <clears throat> I I know, and I may have a witness here, for um, or someone that understands what I'm saying, it got to a point where I just did not believe in it anymore. Do you understand? The constant this year is your year. And do you understand? Like it wasn't hitting again. So I I stopped believing crossover. And besides, I was like, I'm a Christian I beg. Like, God, um, our God is not um the fairy godmother in um the Cinderella story that's at 12. 12 a.m. Your life is just going to magically change. Do you understand? But since last year, the Lord has been giving me uh, the reason why we do this. Now, I don't know, I don't know how many of you saw um, the secular by the IGP of Ghanaian police warning that pastors that give false prophecies will be jailed. Did anyone see? Do you know? At first instance, I laughed. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I showed Eva, ha, ha, ha!" but I went and was like, has it reached this level that the people of God will be mocked? Do you understand? It's funny, but, and you've probably seen the memes, you know, I beg me no man of God can not tell us, say, eh, 2022 is our year. You, you've seen all those things. Some of us laugh, some of us even share them. But well, as a pastor, I just started reflecting and I was like, how did we reach this level to the point that people are threatening pastors not to post prophecies? You know, inserting, and it's because I believe the prophetic, one of the, which is one of the most important gifts of the Holy Spirit, has been abused. And as I've been teaching, often there's a thin line between prophecy and witchcraft. There's nothing like, but it's important we know the difference. Do you understand? Um, just before I came up, I, I, I joined um, an Instagram live of Apostle Tomi Arayomi, and it's almost as if he was threatening um, African prophets and telling them that um, he was feeling the, the weight of how prophecy has been abused in our continent. And I understood. <clears throat> but as I've been teaching you, especially when we did um, Jesus the Prophet some weeks ago, <sighs> can I get water? Um, especially when we knew Jesus the Prophet, and when we did um, the series on spiritual intelligence, I said, the gift of prophecy, Paul tells us, builds the church. And he says, we should excel. In that gift, he says, pursue the gifts that build the church. Hallelujah, amen. Please, if you if you if you find yourself sleeping, shake yourself. Do you understand? Just just shake yourself. <laughs> just shake yourself. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So the 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 gift of prophecy, Paul tells us, is the gifts that builds the church. He tells us that speaking in tongues, what? Edifies the person. but Prophecy what? Builds the church. And as I've told you, the prophetic primarily is to what? Reveal the will and heart of God. Is to reveal God. Amen. That's what the prophetic is for. It's not for do I know you before? It's not don't you live on don't you live in Maitama don't you? You wore red clothes yesterday. Your nickname is Baby. Come on. Do you understand? Like, it's not for that. It's revealing the heart, the will of God. Are you with me? So why then does, why then the, um, the um, Christians, the children of God, gather and have watch night services like this, crossover services like this, and we must also understand. Like, agreed with the, I agree with um, the the people that say um, people's lives do not magically change by twelve, which is very true. Do you understand? It's very true because God does not dwell in time, and this calendar that we presently use, we are the ones that invented it. God invented time, but the calendar was invented by man. We use a calendar called the Gregorian calendar, right? Um, Right now, China has their different calendar. Ethiopia has their own different calendar. I think they are like years behind. Seven, yes? Do you understand? Does it mean God is not moving in Ethiopia? (laughs) No. We created a calendar to mark moments, to mark our achievements, to to document our journey in time. Are you with me? But God is eternal. So we what we are saying is, because we've marked time with this calendar system, when the children of God gather for a watch night service like this. We are saying, God, we know that for the next 365 or 366 days, because you are eternal and you created time, and that you function in time, that you work in time and seasons, we want you to tell us what will happen for the next year and how we can align to your will. That is what a watch night service is for. Are you with me? So, theoretically... You can do this in your room. You can do this on your own. And ask, Lord, what do you have in store for me for the next year? For the next one week, one month, one year. But right now, we are gathering as a community, as a family, as the tribe of Abuja, seeking the face of God and saying, Lord, what will you have us do? We want to know your heart. What will you have us do for the next 365 days? Glory to God. At the beginning of 2020, our pastor, Pastor Fede adimefe he declared um, that 2020 was the year of Go, and he said that 2020 and uh, for the tribe, Lagos, Abuja, it is the decade of Go. Everyone say decade of Go. So what he was saying basically is that like from Matthew 28, which says, "Go into the world and make disciples of all nations," he was basically saying that. The tribe Lagos and Abuja, we are called to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. Hallelujah! And we've been following this instruction. Twenty twenty was go, and we are still. Our theme forever is going to be go, but <clears throat> we we try and follow instruction, you know, and just like okay, Lord, per year, like per season, what are we supposed to do? Last year. See, I'm saying 2022. 2021. What was our, th- what was our theme? Forward. One more time. Forward. Forward. And it, it was inspired by Exodus 14, where the children of Israel, they stood, uh, they stood at the Red Sea, and behind them were their former owners, their former lords, who were coming to kill them. And they were crying out to God. They were crying to Moses and said, Moses, you brought us to a watery grave. And Moses said, turn to the Lord. Moses turned to the Lord, and the Lord said, why are you looking at me? He says, go forward. So I've been saying that the um, <clears throat> healthy condition of every believer is progress, which means we are called to go forward, whether there is trouble behind us or there is a Red Sea in front of us. And I told us that when we meet um, the sea in front of us, two, two things have to happen. is either we walk on water or God parts the Red Sea. Hallelujah. But we are called to make progress. And I believe that every week that we showed up in circuits, in our Sunday gatherings, in prayers, in our stretch uh, prayer stretches, I believe that God showed up. Hallelujah. But I believe that God is about to do another thing in our midst. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. So prophecy is important. And prophecy is not just for the pastor. It's for every one of us. Joel 2, <clears throat> Joel 2, Joel saw something. He says he saw the Spirit of the Lord being poured out on all flesh. Everyone say all flesh. He's, the Spirit of the Lord was being poured out on all flesh. And sons and daughters began to prophesy. Sons and daughters, hallelujah, everyone. So the gift of prophecy is not gender specific, it's for everybody. Amen. And this was something that was prophesied by Joel that that was that, that came to fulfill. Um, What's the word? For, it was fulfilled in Acts two on the day of Pentecost. Glory to God. But this was something that was wished on by Prophet Moses when he laid his hands on the elders, and two elders who were not present with Moses began to prophesy in the camp and. Uh, 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 what's his name, Joshua, and someone came and was saying, Moses, these people are prophesying. And Moses said, what is it to you? I wish that all of you will prophesy. So the gift of prophecy, he did not just want it to rest on him, which is what, and I told us, prophecy is what, to reveal the will and heart of God. Moses was spending his time revealing the will and heart of God. So God, um, through his um, father-in-law, said, appoint 70 elders and the spirit of Moses fell on them and they began to prophesy. And Moses was saying, I long that the 3 million of you will prophesy. I long that the 3 million of you will know God and make him known. I long that the 3 million of you will reveal the heart and will of God. So the gift of prophecy is for every one of us. Amen. Amen. It has been bastardized so much and abused so much that we start to run away from it. But Paul tells us this, he says we should pursue the higher gifts, especially the gifts that build the church, which is what? Prophecy. Amen. So here's the thing, how then in a continent like Africa, where people literally on their driver's license, they add prophets as titles or like, you know, everybody now is a prophet or something. How then do we navigate knowing what is real? And what is not? One of the things you and I need to start praying for is the gift of discernment. Everyone say, gift of discernment. So Paul tells Timothy, he says, do not despise prophecy. Are you with me? Do not despise prophecy. Do not despise what God has said through a man. Do not despise it. But what? Test every spirit. Pray for the spirit of discernment. So if someone comes and says, Thus says the Lord, you are are my wife. Say, thank you, sir. Let me go and hear from God. God speaks to me too. Do you understand? And you block his number. Do you understand? (laughs) Are you with me? The Lord wants that every one of us should be able to know his heart and reveal his heart. Amen. Amen. So why then do we do watch night services? God wants us to know what He has planned and authored from the end, from the beginning to the end. Hallelujah. Um, one of the psalms says, "Like Lord, teach us to number our days. Teach us to number our days." Teaching is instruction. Do you understand? So that when we rise tomorrow lord what am i supposed to do today so imagine in a watch night like this that we are gathering in person and online we are gathering and we're saying lord what should we do for the rest of the year that's why we are doing this hallelujah so we are saying lord teach us to number our days hallelujah god knows the end from the beginning He's the Alpha and the Omega. And we're coming to him and saying, Lord, we want to gather in 365 days again. And we would have said, Lord, we followed what you said. Do you hear Bala's testimony? He said, it seems the illness, God used it to instruct him. Instruct. And that's very important. Listen, I'm a product of prophecy. I know when I have faltered or gone astray and I have paid for it because I was outside the will of God. So it is, and when I say prophecy, I'm saying things that the Lord has said to me. And I'm also saying things that the Lord has said through probably my mentors, my friends. Do you know there was something the Lord told one of my friends about six months ago, two days ago, Two days ago, it came to pass. In fact, three people told me the same thing. One of them is Philip. you won't even remember. And I'm not sharing with him now because it's, it's, it's going too much. Also. I'm not pregnant, if so that's what you're thinking. <laughs> but I'm pregnant with prophecy. Hey, do you understand? Come on. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> prophecy... Reveals the heart of God and re- the will of God. But it's not just so that we can it can become a slogan or it can become merch. Do you understand? It's not just so that we can plaster it on our t shirts or on our what are these things or roll-up banners. It is so that we can what function according to his heart and his will. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Then praying for discernment. Another rule you must understand is like I've said is not prophecy is not about knowing your ATMP, it's not about any of these things. Fortune, like Babalao knows these things. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not about these things. The Bible tells us that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. If Jesus is not present, run. If Jesus, if the testimony of Jesus is not present, run. Because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Amen. So God will not tell you something that is not within the boundaries of his word. Are you with me? He will not come and say something that he has not said already. So you can, how do you test How do you discern? You start by knowing the word. So often many of us are fooled and um, abused by these people because we don't even know the written word yet. So when he huffs and puffs and changes his voice and it sounds prophetic. Guys, do you know a donkey prophesied? A donkey. Am I lying? prophesied. So he's not that special. Do you understand? (laughs) He don't keep prophesied. Paul tells us that besides we know in part we know in part that prophecy will what? Will disappear. It will fade one day. But it is very important. We do not despise it because we are yearning for the heart of God. And at the tribe we know our vision is to know and make known the truth and love of God. Hallelujah. So, what does the Lord have in store for us in 2022? I believe that the Lord is looking for one man. One man. One person that he will call. Like when Isaiah was transported to the heavens and he saw the Lord and the angels, they were worshiping him. And he says, Woe is me, I'm a man of unclean lips. And an angel picked a coal and touched his lips. And he was cleansed of his unrighteousness. And the Lord, God himself was saying, Who will I send to these people? Isaiah, because of what he had seen, because of the level to which he had known God, he now said, Here I am, send me. Amen. God is looking for one man in your family, in your workplace, in the city, in the nation that will say, here I am, send me. God is looking for one man that will say yes to the call of God. God is looking for one man that will say, Lord, I am tired. I I, am tired of running away from you. I've entered too many. I've, I've lived for too long in the belly of the whale. I will do your will. God is looking for one man to say yes to his calling. One man, and please, I'm using man as a generic term. You understand? He's looking, looking for one man to say yes to the call of God. In September, we were praying. You know, we fast. Twice in a in a year, in January and in September. And in September, one of the things the Lord was impressing on my heart. And I kept on saying it over and over again. I had heard a quote, um, and it was by a man called William Booth. William Booth was um, a man that founded the Salvation Army. And if you know the Salvation Army, they are um, a parachurch or a Christian organization not necessarily a church, but they spend their time in serving people, and they had an evangelistic, um, thank you, brother, um, evangelistic out, out, outlook or calling where they wanted to just make Jesus known. And one of his quotes that I kept on saying during our, our, our fast in September, and I've been repeating it during Pray Forward, and I've been repeating it, and if, if probably this is your first, if you attended any of our service, you will know that I've said this, that we are not waiting on the move of God. We are the move of God. So I feel like often Christians use that as an excuse. Like, God, wipe away Corruption. god take away bad friends from my life god this and we're waiting for a move of god but william boots that quote has been in my heart for the past three months and i feel like we need to change our language from i am waiting for a move of god to i am a move of god Where it's almost as if we are just waiting for God to show up. Meanwhile, He has anointed you. He has called you. Meanwhile, He has said, Who will go for us? And your your airports are blocking out God. You are distracting yourself from the call of God. You keep on distracting, and you're like, No, not me. And Lord is saying, Who will I send to this family? Who will I send to this city? Who will I send to Abuja? Who will I send to Nigeria? Are we going to treat God as if he is noise or respond like Isaiah and say, here I am, send me. Listen, we must come to a place in our Christianity where we are not just waiting for revival, but say, Lord, through me, revival. Amen. Amen. We must come to a place where we are saying, Lord, use me as an instrument for your glory. We must come to a place where we are saying, see, I'm tired of the way my family is 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 facing failure after failure after failure after failure. I am tired, Lord. Use me as an instrument to end this oppression. Use me as an instrument to deliver. Hallelujah. We keep on coming up with excuses like Moses. I am a stammerer, I don't have the degree. I don't have enough money i don't look good enough um what are some of the stupid things that and you know um one of my favorite films of all time is the prince of egypt and one of my favorite scenes in the Prince of egypt you remember the the cartoon 1998 one of my favorite scenes there is when jesus uh, i said jesus moses meets god in the burning bush and moses is giving all these excuses i love the scene of god Shouting on Moses and saying, "Who made man's mouth? Is it not I?" He says, "Go." So you come up with this excuse, Lord. I need, I need a master's first until I can serve you. I need to so and so amount until I serve you. Guys, let me tell you. Until three hours ago, we did not have a venue. We did not have a venue for Sunday. <laughs> And we would have still met somehow. Do you understand? We'd have still met somehow. Now, don't be too excited. We just have a venue for one month, but God will show up. Amen. Amen. But I I, I I I want us to read this place are, are not just waiting for excuses. We're not looking for excuses to serve to serve God. We're not waiting for excuses. We are not looking at excuses or our failures. God delights in using misfits. God delights in using unqualified people. God delights in using weak people. Let the weak say, I am strong, because of what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Isaiah went from a position of saying, Woe is me. He saw his inadequacies. He saw himself in the presence and glory of God. And he was like, Woe is me. Woe. Do you know what woe is? when you see woe it's 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 bad woe is me i am a man of unclean lips he went from seeing his state and i'm hoping by the end of today as we cross over into 2022 that your language will be here i am send me amen, amen. amen. tribe abuja we must move from being spectators We must move from being spectators and being participants. Do you understand? We must move from just attending services and looking at what is happening to saying, Lord, I want to be part of what is happening. We must find ways to partner with God. Say, Lord, what is your move on earth? How can I be part of that move? And trust me, God is always in motion God is always moving are you with me tribe yes, God is always moving and your call God is looking listen there are things right your family is facing there are things you are facing in your school um my 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 best man and best friend is here no sir in his university some years ago, they started a prayer meeting, just about three, five of them. You know, it grew to an um, it it grew to a, a literal revival. I'm not like I've attended I, I attended one of the meetings in, in, in his former university in Delta. Guys, they they will call me and they'll tell me, guy something we prayed for last night they used to pray from like 12 to like 3 a.m right something that they'll pray for today like maybe um a lecturer um disturbing a girl they'll say lord deal with this man they'll fire the man the next day see you know you can ask him you know it got to a point they were causing so much trouble they came to arrest them. They called me one night around one a.m. Guy, pray for us, like. And you know, it's private university. Or more, if you are caught, your millions of naira school fees are gone. When they brought them to the, was it the vice chancellor or the whatever? They said, "Oh, is it these people that have been praying?" Say, "No, no, 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 no. They are the ones keeping this school." The man, they did not ask. He wrote a permission and said they have permission to be praying literal revival I'm telling you like cultists will come and be changed in these meetings they were just they just said lord we want you to move in our school this was years ago God is looking for one person and saying just stand up every night and say I'm going to be praying for my family I'm going to be praying that my father will know God. I will pray that my mother will know God. Just, I I will take my position as a priest. Every day, God is looking for you. You think he will send Angel Gabriel again? When you are here, you are here. God is looking for you to take your position. Hallelujah. Now, many of us here are entrepreneurs and business people. Do you know every work you do? I need you to change your mindset. You're not competing with Elon or Gates or um, whoever the richest person is. Your primary goal of you using your hands and the Lord blessing you with the fruit of your labor is so that you can partner with him to advance the gospel. Are you with me? It will shift your mindset on your ambitions and your attitude to work. See, I want to represent you. I want to be part of your move. I need, Lord, I need you to use me. How can I be part of what you're doing? So your work, your attention to work, your attention to business will change because you know that God is going to use you as a channel. Many of you just pray and say, Lord, use me as a kingdom financier and you go to bed. It doesn't work like that. So you ask for instruction on how to go about what you're doing. Even Paul, we learned that he was a tent maker. Why? Paul... um, Priscilla and Aquila, they were tent makers. Why? So that they could, what? Advance the gospel. So you are a minister of the gospel. Amen. Jesse, Pastor Jesse and Pastor Eva, they are not just the ministers of the gospel. You are a minister of the gospel. My role as a pastor from Ephesians 4 says that what? That I'm supposed to equip you for the work of ministry. I'm supposed to equip you. I'm supposed to give you the tools. And so that you will do the work of ministry. What is the work of ministry? It's the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. It's the ministry of reconciliation. Calling lost sons back to the Father. Going into the world and making disciples of all nations. Amen. So in 2022, you will preach the gospel in your life. Hallelujah. In your words, in your deeds, in your actions, you will preach the gospel. Paul told Timothy, fulfill your ministry. Do the work of an evangelist. Hallelujah. I want you to say, call your name and say, I will fulfill my ministry. Say it convincingly. Tap your chest one more time. I will fulfill my ministry. Guys, there is reward attached to this thing. God will reward you for the work. Are you with me? You primarily are a minister of the gospel of God. And I'm telling you today to fulfill your ministry, to do the work of an evangelist, to do the work of pastoring, to do the work of pioneering, of apostleship, of teaching of helping, of giving and generosity, hallelujah, of leadership, of administration. Fulfill your ministry, the tribe. Fulfill your ministry. That is what we are called to do. We are not going to be lazing about waiting for the move of God when we are here already. Are you with me? So God is looking for one man. Often we want to hear that loud voice. Want to hear that loud voice. Hey, go to this city. It's not always like that. Nehemiah felt a burden. Everyone say burden. So many of you have been feeling some burdens, probably since you were a teenager. To attend to the sick. To And I know I'm ministering to some people here and I'm pinching your heart. To attend to the sick, to attend to the hungry, to attend to the poor in our city, to attend to the sex workers in our city. Many of you, the Lord has spoken since and you're asking, How do I start? Fulfill your ministry. If you don't know what to do, start with prayer. And He will give you instruction. Nehemiah felt a burden. It was not a prophet. The Holy Spirit did not show up. Angel Gabriel did not show up and say, go and build the wall. His brother came and said, this is the situation of Jerusalem. Are you seeing the ruins in your city? Or are you blinding? Are we blind to what is happening? Can't you see the dead people walking around? Are we just burying our heads in our phones? Or do we see the lost? And we ask God, how can I reach one person? Nehemiah felt a burden because the walls, the walls of his city were in ruins. He went into fasting. And I want you to imagine a slave approaching a pagan king and saying, I want you to give me permission. I'm going on leave, sir, number one. I want you to not just give me leave. I want you to give me permission to go and build the place that you are oppressing, to rebuild the place you are oppressing. Not just that, sir. I want you to sponsor it. And not just uh, that, sir. Some people will oppose this work, sir. Can you send Mopo to follow us? I want you to imagine how it's crazy. But because of the burden, the burden led him to pray. Hallelujah. The burden led him to pray. The burden led him to approach the king. And the burden led him back to the city to go and rebuild the walls. Don't worry, she's our prophet. No. Led him to go and rebuild the city. Hallelujah. So God will not just show. He will sometimes stir you with burdens. Amen. Some of you may have burdens to teach the word. Some of you may have burdens to serve. You just love people you want to give. Obey. There are are thousands of people that depend on your obedience. How many of us, our grandparents, were Christians? Or, okay, let me. So many of us, our grandparents were not Christians. Do you know you are the product of your grandparents' um, obedience to the gospel? That you are here now, even the quality of your life is because they said yes to some missionaries decades ago. It's because they answered the call of God decades ago, because your grandfather, your great grandfather said yes to God. When you say yes to God, it's not just about you. It is a selfish way to think. Moses saying, I am a stammerer, I this, this, this. It is self. You're thinking about yourself too much. Think about the millions of people that will be delivered because of your obedience. Are you with me? You can see the missionaries that left their homes in England and came to preach the gospel many of them buried in our soils we don't know their names there was no social media you understand they are not collecting the accolades that ministers of god collect today no honorarium no clap no thousands of followers nothing just laboring in obscurity Just service. Nehemiah. Nehemiah said, I'm going to move for God. Esther said, I am going to move for God. God did not say, thus says the Lord. There was no parting or disguise. There was no angel, nothing, nothing dramatic. Just knowing that she needed to deliver her people. Or asking that the Lord use her to deliver her people. There's a man called Jabez. We know him. We've prayed, used his prayer. The Bible, Bible, in that passage, the Bible was listing people. And just talking about them. But it does something interesting. It pauses and it talks about a man called Jabez. And it talks about the prayer of Jabez. Jabez paused and because his name, his mother named him after how she birthed him. And the Bible tells us that uh, Jabez is close to the Hebrew word for pain. So, whenever you called him, you were not just um, calling a name. You were kind of prophesying over him. And the Bible says he was tired of that situation. And he said, Lord, change my story. I'm tired. He said, expand my territory. And for us, a territory may not literally mean land on ground. But I have said that God wants you to pray... To expand your territory. What is that? To expand your impact. You may have gained some things in the past year. That's great. But God wants you, God, pray to God to expand your impact, to change your story. Pray to God that he expands your influence. Hallelujah. Pray to God that he, what? Expands your opportunities. Expand my territory, God. And the Bible says the Lord answered his prayers. He was tired of making excuses. Amen. There's a man called David, we know, Israel's greatest king. He was already anointed years before as king, but it took him 13 years to be enthroned as a king in Israel. 13. On a random day, his father sends him to the war front to attend to his brothers. He sends him with food. He's going with the cooler. <laughs> and he sees his brothers. And he's like, okay, what's happening? Like, I'm seeing some kind of, what's happening? And his brothers are like, guy, get out. You've come to mock us. And he's hearing this giant from afar. And he's, this, this person is... When you listen to the enemy eh? You forget who you are. Goliath is making mouth. Do you know, uh He's 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 talking and just saying nobody in Israel can beat me. And they had forgotten that they were the Lord's chosen, that they were the anointed. Be careful who you listen to in 2022. But bless God for it because. He was David had come from outside, so he was not under that spirit of fear. So he said, "What? How dare this uncircumcised Philistine?" He was not just talking; he 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 said he mentioned uncircumcised because he knew that God had used the covenant of circumcision to say, "These are my people," and they receive they receive a blessing through Abraham. So who is this man that is not under the covenant of God? That is talking to God's people? He did not hear the voice of God. There was no parting of the clouds. Nothing. He just had a burden. Because Goliath had kept the people under oppression. Do you know? Fear, eh? Ah, fear will steal from you. I pray that fear doesn't steal from you in this coming year. In Jesus' name. The loudest voice you should listen to is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Not even your voice. Are you with me? And David brings down Goliath. If you read the rest of the Acts of David, we are told that four more giants were brought down by the men of David your obedience will lead other people to victory because they will see that it has been done before. Are you with me? So you need to walk in victory, not just for you. It's not just about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The last person I want to talk about is Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> one of the first things he did in his ministry was to enter the temple and flog the heck out of people. And one of the gospels tells us that that was the fulfillment of a prophecy. It says, the zeal for the house of the Lord consumes me. What consumes you? What fills your hearts and your thoughts? Is it another relationship? In five minutes, please, I want all the instrumentalists present. Is it another relationship? Is it finances? In five minutes, in five minutes. Is it, what what are you zealous for? The zeal for the house of God. It consumed Jesus. And Jesus went about... Flogging people and he said, the Lord has said that my house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So I want you to move beyond, eh, Waiting for God to show up. And saying, God, show up through me. Hallelujah. And you say, Lord, I'm going to partner with you this year. I'm going to help advance the gospel. I will, help, I, will, I, will, I will walk with you this year, oh God, to help propagate the gospel. Guys, do you understand? Do you know what the gospel does? It frees captives. It feeds the hungry. It is light. It is deliverance. So, whenever we don't move, we are denying people Of that. Are you with me? Everybody open to Romans 15. Um, 15. We'll start from verse 15. I'm starting a series next tomorrow, Sunday, 2nd of January, called Ambitions. And for the past three to four years, this is what the Lord has been telling me. I feel it is my calling and I feel it is a calling that flows to the rest of the house. Can 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 the screen can it be put up on the screen as well? Romans 15 I'm going to read from the ESV he says, "But on some points, I have written to you very boldly, by way of reminder. So, just so that you understand what he's saying, he's he's rounding up the letter, and he's talking about everything that he has written from verse one, um, chapter one, till now. You know, uh, which um, the doctrinal explanation of the gospel." So he was just talking about something that he says, but on some points I've written to you very boldly by way of reminder. And this is the part I want us to take note of from Romans 15b. It says, because of the grace given me by God, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit... In Christ Jesus, then I have reason to be proud of my work for God, for I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God. So that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. And thus, I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation. When I became a pastor, one of the things the Lord told me, clear as day was this, that the tribe is a church in the wild. We are called into the wild, and that is inspired by um, Luke 15, Luke 15. It's inspired by you know the the, the verse that Jesus said, um, "I'm sending out a sheep among wolves." You know we did into the wild last year. If you are a member of the tribe, I want you to understand. Yes, we are called to the church as well. We we'll, we'll, we will we will, we will um, serve the body of Christ, but God wants us to be an evangelistic house. There are people that don't know that do not know, um, know the gospel yet, and God is calling us. Amen to go and reach the Gentiles. Paul knew his calling. He says, I am a minister to the Gentiles. What are the Gentiles? The people that do not yet know the Lord. Right? So evangelism is not saying, come to my church if the person is in celebration church or standpoint or this thing. If you are here, if you know the Lord has called you here, can we stay planted and do this work? That we will reach the people that do not yet know God. We will reach the people that are far from God and reconcile them to the Father. Hallelujah. And how will we do this? The Bible tells us that true word. I mean, this tells us true word, through deed, true signs and wonders, and the power of the Holy Spirit. God is looking for one man. See, the harvest that is coming in the tribe Abuja in this year, God is looking for one man. I've said yes. If Eva will say yes, that's on her. Well, are you going to be that one person that will say yes to God? Hallelujah. We'll go further into all of this, but I just wanted you to understand something. I just wanted you to understand something. So on Sunday, we are starting Ambition upper week we are starting our 21 day fast and it's important that we fast we are watching to we're gathering in prayer to also know what god has in store for us so tribe god is looking for one man one man that will say yes to god one man that will say lord use me use me for your glory use me to reach the city Use me to reach the nations. Use me to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to free the captives. God is looking for one man. Are you that man? God is looking for that person that will partner with Him and uh, we partner with Him and say, Lord, fill me with Your Spirit, baptize me with power. Let me be an instrument of Your salvation. Let me be an instrument and a tool for Your glory. God is looking for one man. Are you that one man that will say, I'm not waiting for a move of God. I am the move of God. God is looking for that one man who is known in heaven and in hell, who heaven applauds and hell is afraid of. God is looking for that one man who will say, yes, Lord, use me as an army general who will tell the devil this no further amen God is looking for that one man who deliver their family from poverty God is looking for that one man who say Lord I am the move of God in Nigeria I am not waiting for my pastor, I am not waiting for anyone, I am the move of God, I am not waiting for, I am not looking for any excuses, all my weaknesses, I will boast in them, because God will use me as the move in this city, God will use me as a move in Nigeria, God will use me as a move in my family, to deliver from oppression, to deliver from captivity, God. I'm not waiting for a Move of God. I am the 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 Move of God. God is waiting for you to say, Yes. God is waiting for you to say, Yes. God is waiting for you to say, Yes. They say, Lord, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. Let me be your move on earth. Let me be your move in Abuja. Let me move. be your move in Nigeria. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you were blessed by the message. To listen to more, consider subscribing, sharing, and rating the podcast. We love you.